You should do red carpet shows on the entertainment networks. I like that better than, I'm wearing blah from her spring collection because Cerise is the it color or whatever. It's why even after you marry Patrick Hurley and spit out his spawn, we'll always watch the award show red carpet together. Marriage? No thanks. I'm not even convinced I should go to dinner with him. Anyway, he's not after marriage. He just wants to fuck me. Well, look at you. Tuesday waved a hand in Natalie's direction. You're all blonde and adorable, and you have great tits. Boys like those. Of course he wants to fuck you. Also, he has. Natalie struggled sometimes with the balance between owning what she liked and feeling guilty about it anyway. Breasts had a lot of power. She did have some nice ones, and Patty seemed to be impressed. Knowing that filled her with a sort of taboo power. What that said, other than she liked that he liked it, she wasn't sure. She pulled the dress from her closet and looked at it. See what I mean? Tuesday indicated the dress with a tip of her chin. Listen and obey always. I know things. Now, I have to get ready to open the shop. Wear those flats, but take some heels in your bag. Don't argue with me about this. Heels are perfect with that dress, and, like tits, everyone likes cute heels. Tuesday kissed her cheek and left the room. She did wear the blue dress, of course, with flats and the blue high-heeled sandals tucked in her bag to change into. On her way out the door, Tuesday tossed her a little drawstring bag. I made those a few days ago. They'll be super cute with the outfit. Her housemate, in addition to running a custom framing shop, made jewelry she sold in her store. The earrings Natalie spilled into her palm were dangly bits of blue. Altogether, they made a dragonfly, one of Tuesday's favorite subjects. Natalie took off the earrings she had on and replaced them with the dragonflies. Thanks. Text me if you need me to save you. Otherwise, you can debrief me tomorrow morning. If you sleep over at his place, text so I won't worry. I'm not sleeping over at his place. No matter how sexy he was, no matter how much knowledge she had about how good he was in bed, sleeping with Patty on the first date, despite their history, would be stupid. That's the saddest thing I've heard today, Nat. Where are you off to tonight? Patty tossed the ball one last time, and Ezra's dumb but sweet-as-hell dog ran off after it, getting distracted by a butterfly. He looked up at his mother, who stood on Ezra's porch with Damien's wife, Mary, and tried to pitch his voice low to avoid notice. I've got a date. Is that a euphemism? His mother called out, so much for trying to keep it quiet. Mary laughed, and Patty shook his head. You're jaded, Mom. I raised you four. I'm an eternal optimist. You don't date. You go off and have your little flings and return home in a week or so. Well, I'll have you know I'm taking a librarian to dinner. Is that a euphemism? Mary asked with a smirk. She works here in town, as it happens. I'm making her dinner on the boat. Do you need help? One of the best things about having Mary as a sister-in-law was that she was an amazing cook. The author of three cookbooks, she was their own personal tour chef, too. I'm grilling some salmon from the fishing trip I took with Vaughn a few weeks back. I was going to have corn on the cob to go with it.
Mary cocked her head. You're going to serve your date corn on the cob? Is this a first date? By the scandalized look on his sister-in-law's face, he figured it was probably not a good thing to do. In a matter of speaking, I knew her before, years ago, before we hit it big. His mother crossed her arms over her chest. Oh, and she suddenly wants to go out with you? Sharon Hurley was not one for any foolery that had to do with anyone taking advantage of her children. He laughed. Well, Ezra thinks this is pretty hilarious and all, but no. I ran into her in town last month, and she pretended not to remember me at first.